Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. All right, AJ, what's up, man? How we doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Been busy this morning. Got a little extra on my plate than normal uh, so, this week. So I see a, I see a little smile on the face, man. Um, over, over the course of the past couple of days, man, unless you've been under a rock, uh, you might have heard something uh, about a guy that's near and dear to me. Mr. A.J. Howard, um, why don't you go on and let the people know what's happening in your world, man? Oh, man, I appreciate the love, my man. Well, I got a big promotion at work this week. I became the official head varsity baseball coach for the Houston Academy Raider Nation baseball team. Let's go now. (laughs) All right. All right. This is coming off, right? A a state championship win, correct? Correct. Then stepping into the head baseball coach position that you have helped lead for how many how many years now? Uh, ten years, bro. This is next level, man. This is this is what hard work, dedication. This is what it looks like, man. It, it's it's consistent work, man, showing up day after day after day and, you know, being bought into the kids and the community. And, you know, I've learned a lot under Tony Kirkland, man. That was the head coach, man. He was the head coach for 12 years. I worked with him for 10 of those years. And, you know, our fellow assistants, man, we're all fired up. They're excited for me. Um, they're ready to try to make a run back at it the next couple of years, man. And, uh, you know, it's just like you said, that consistent hard work, man, and also that big loyalty word. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing I've gotten, you know, when I do an interviews, they're like, Man, you know, most assistants don't stay somewhere 10 years that's a was a division one pitcher and you know, got your baseball background and expertise. But I always knew that HA is a special place, it's a special community, um, special people, uh special student athletes, the whole nine, it all checks off. It's like, man, why would, why, why leave now? Why run now? Um, and I'd love, I'm happy and excited about the fact we came in off the uh, state championship run because a lot of people's doubting us, man, but we love that underdog role. They didn't think we'd do it this year, but that blue mouth came back to Dothan, Alabama, by the way. That's it, man. That's it. Let's go, man. Hey, that's, that's a, a a true underdog story, man, and I love the grit and the tenacity uh, in your story to just kind of to just kind of stay aligned with what you feel is right, right? And and you know, with with HA, man, I'm I'm hoping that that now there's been two titles brought brought there over the past what ten years? How many? How how long's it been? 
uh, we got two and 10, man. That's, that's, that's awesome, man. So I'm hoping that HA might be looking at a little dynasty coming up, man. I mean, uh, Hey man, you, you know, everybody deserves their rebuild season, but let's hope, man, let's hope we step into a dynasty right here, man. And so, uh, I know the energy and the passion that Motigo is about to bring to it. Uh, and so, man, sky's the limit. Anything's possible, man. And I, I want to tell the listeners on here, like, like be encouraged that, y- you know, when you hear us talking, right, when you listen to these type of podcasts, everybody gets gets like an, an earful, right? And and sometimes a lot of this can feel like it always happens for them or it always happens for someone else and not me. But I want to ask you personally, like the listener, okay, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis, right? Every single day to lead you towards where you're going And when you get there and look back and have accomplished whatever that is, right, then you'll know it was the process all along, man. That's it, man, the process. And I know, you know, people hear it all the time and they get burned out on it like, oh, you self-help guys, you motivational guys, you public speakers, you coaches, y'all big on the process, you know, the average everyday Joe, we, you know, we don't think that way. Well, you know, we're not saying you have to, but if you don't have little habits, man, to make it go your way, don't complain about not having it. Don't complain about not having things that you're not willing to work for. And they know that's life. And that there's a lot of folks, man, it's easy to sit there and, you know, point fingers and get aggravated and say, well, it always goes Johnny's way. Excuse me. It always goes Johnny's way. It never goes my way. But I promise you, man, if you just show up every day, you may have to show up for a decade to get your big opportunity. But it's going to come if you keep showing up and keep working. That's it, man. I I, I just stepped on the on the scales last or this morning and, and, and it was 39 pounds. And so I'm right there. Uh, oh, that, yep. Yeah, man. At that at that 40 pound mark. And so my goal uh, we got a, the big, you know, next level speakers conference coming up next week. And so my goal was to was to lose 40 pounds by conference. And so I'm I'm there, bro. And and so, man, it's like and, and, and it's through consistency. It was through that day to day work doing it even when I didn't feel like it. Could I have gotten it off faster? Probably. Could I have gotten it off slower? Oh, yeah. But it came through. It came through. Uh, showing up every single day. There are days, dog, where I am, I am crawling out the door on my face, kicking and screaming, not wanting to do it. I'm gonna be honest. Like motivation, right? Is is something that comes from within, bro. It comes, it comes from within. It's like, it's like you. There's something inside of you that has to click, that has to turn over to say, I got to do this. You don't even, you, you don't even think about, I, I don't want to do this, right? You, you, there's something that has the shift that says, I have to do this. And it's through that day in and day out, kicking the rear that you give yourself to point you towards where it is that you want to go. That's so very important, man. 
And so, um, man, I just want whoever's listening to just be encouraged by today's message. That's it. That's the hope every day, man, is to inspire and impact and motivate, man. You know, a lot of folks out there in this world, you know, struggling with certain different things. It may be their relationships. It may be, you know, their finances, maybe their career, maybe their kids, man. Uh, I, I don't have kids, but I'm sure that's a day-to-day task daily. And I just hope with this Path to Purpose podcast, man, we're helping somebody out each and every day in some way. So so let's jump into it. So today, man, I had a uh, I had a thought. So over this past week, man, um, I've been uh, at a youth camp. I've been speaking at a youth camp, had a very successful week, man. It was uh, amazing just to see the aha moments and all the students. There was over 100 uh, 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 students there at this particular youth camp, and we're doing these all summer. So I'm excited to see, you know, what God's going to do in and through their life. But but we have this cool youth camp uh, out in Citronelle, Alabama, and at Citronelle- Moa country, by the way. That's where? Moa country. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they call us down in Mobile. Moa. Washington County Indians, baby, rise up. Come on, come on, rise up. Let's do it. All right, so, so we're down there, and there's this um like little bitty lake. Uh, they call it a lake, man. It's like a pond. But anyway, there's this pond- on um on on at the camp and there are these these lifeguards there that are trying to teach one of the camp staffers now we talking about almost grown adults here uh one of the camp staffers how to swim and and so they're down there in the water i mean they've been working with this cat on on how to swim and poor staffer just just can't just can't get there right Dude, they had these special forces come down and they rent this camp. All right. And these special forces guys, they come down there, they do special forces training in the water. You can like see them doing all their crazy stuff. They do wild stuff in the woods. All, all this there on campuses. And, and they rent this place for a week for some of their training. This dude comes down here, sees them working with this poor cat. And and like and like gets in the water and says, "Come here." He says, "You want to swim?" Dude's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't swim." Da, da da da. He's like, "Do this," and starts doing all this stuff. And so, um, I'm talking about AJ didn't have him. I'm talking about a lifetime of not swimming. He had when I tell you he had this guy swimming in like minutes. I mean. The lifeguards trained to know how to swim have been working with this guy. I don't know how long. This special forces guy had the dude swimming in less than minutes. And, you know, that kind of led me to the idea of today's topic. Like the right information, man, it changes circumstances. The right information changes environments and it changes directions right for your life man and so i wanted to kind of like start looking at what your dreams goals aspirations are for the next five years let's put together a five-year plan for your life 
Where do you want to be in the next five years and what information do we need to plug into it? Absolutely, man. It's like you always talk about, you know, you got to be intentional with everything you do. And, you know, the, the way to be intentional is to gain information. I see it a lot of time. Um, you, you used it in swimming lessons with the special forces guys. I see it a lot of time in fitness and working out, man. A lot of folks get in there and it goes back to what we talked about. You know, a lot of people don't have a plan. They, uh, you know, just show up and they go through the motions. They're not really dug in and intent with their thought process and their plan. And like you said, you got to write down that five-year plan and you got to execute it. You know, when I think about, um, you know, the special forces guy, you know, a lot of my mind when I, when, when, when I would think about that, that story, I think about all of the training that he went through, right? I think about all of the stuff they were doing down there. And it, and it lets me know, like with the, with the lifeguards, they had great intentions, you know, they, they really, they really, really focused, right? They were trying with this cat. You know, at some point, trying isn't good enough, bro. And somebody, somebody really needs to hear this. Like, ah, Dustin, I'm trying. AJ, you know, like, like I'm trying and... And, you know, you may be doing a good job, right? But at some point, we got to execute, right? Like this special forces dude is trained to execute because there's real life or death situations that he's going to come up against. There's real life or death situations that is going to be the determining factor whether he ever sees his kids again. Whether whether he ever gets to hug his wife again, bro. Mm. When you put urgency like that behind your mission, I truly believe that's what separates good good from great, man. Now, yes, absolutely, man. You hit the nail on the head right there, bro. You said urgency behind your mission. And, you know, I've heard, uh, you know, Jeremy Anderson talk about it all the time. Um, you know, when he's speaking about you got to be desperate, there's got to be desperation. Desperation leads to separation, right? Because when you're desperate and you're urgent for change, you're longing for it, man. And in ministry, you see it all the time, man. Then people that come up to the altar, they're desperate for change. They know that they got this thing in them that they want to change. They want to level up. They want peace. They're tired of tossing and turning at night. They're tired of waking up disgruntled. You know, they got two legs, two arms, oxygen in their lungs, but they still feel dead. That's because they that that uh desperation is at its wits end with them that urgency is there to make that change and you know when it comes to day-to-day -day life that's how you got to be if you want to level up man you got you got to become desperate and you got to have a I say it all the time in coaching man out there on the field do it you got to have a sense of urgency about everything you do like you to you you're just taking the field jog to your position get there because that keeps momentum on our side that lets the other team know that we are ready for battle 
Yes, we may have had three up, three down, but get your behind out of the dugout, get to your position, and let's get ready to go compete. No matter what you do, a sense of urgency about everything, man. I, you know, people joke with me all the time. I eat fast, which ain't good. It's not healthy, but what it is, is I have a sense of urgency. I tell people, they're like, oh, just enjoy the date night. I'm like, See, I don't get into all that. A lot of people want to cut the filet up and look at the color of the inside and the flavor and the butter sauce. I'm like, to me, man, I'm in a sense of urgency all the time. Eating's just for survival, man. This ain't no vacation. I'm just eating because I got to eat to keep going on to the next thing. And um, the funny backstory about that, man, my mom always says I get that because when we were growing up, I would have to eat first so that I could feed Taylor so that like mom could go shower or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, it's habits, right? He is a little yeah. kid. Just eat quick. Well, we got to feed Taylor. I got to get in the shower. I got chores to do. And so it's just funny how as a little kid, man, and at 35 years old as a grown man, uh, now that people know me and know my energy, they're like, man, you're just wide open. You don't sit down for nothing. I'm like, no, rewind it back 30 something years. That's when it started Then that habit of having to eat quick as a kid, man. So Definitely a sense of urgency in everything you do, man. That gives you purpose. That gives you energy. When you know I got to get this done, when you don't have that urgency, you get lazy with your deadlines, man. You'll keep telling people the same story about your intentions and what your wants, and you won't ever achieve the goal. That's it. And that and that same person, right? That 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 goes a lifetime uh without swimming. Let's imagine they hadn't come to that situation. All right, with uh, in the in the lake, that same person, bro, goes a lifetime without knowing something that to us is very basic: the art of swimming. Like I learned that as a little boy, right? Like going through swimming, and there's so many people that go a lifetime without without this, right? And so, you know. I'm I'm just curious as to how many people out there in the world have a dream inside of them, have a goal inside them, but they won't go out and find the right information. They'll go a lifetime, bro, without without um, you know, stepping into the right information of what it is that they're called to do. All right. And so so what can we do? right now man to start acquiring that right information like like what are some habits that we can begin to form um that that will kind of lead us to the right information for you AJ whenever you set a goal right whenever you have an idea or something that you want to accomplish take me through the process of what that looks like do we just do we just blindly go after it, right? Or what are some stages that we can start to maybe set for our lives to kind of get where we want to go? Uh, man, one big thing for me is, you know, I, I like to get up in early in the morning and go hit the gym. But before I even do that, you know, after my meditation and prayer, I try to, you know, build in 10, 15 minutes for that before I even do anything. I like to write. I love to write. Uh, and so I'll, I got a journal, man, and I'll just write down daily goals, uh, 
three-year goals, five-year goals. What well, you know, I'm big on you got to write down and proclaim what you want your life to look like. And, you know, like for me being a head coach, man, I, I got a lot of things I want to do in this life, but I know one thing that I needed to check off before I do anything else was have the opportunity to be a head baseball coach. Because as a player, man, I always had this mindset of, you know, getting on the bus, you know, the head coach sits in the front right seat or in high school, you drive the bus, man. And, you know, it's like you're driving to that state championship game with the police escort and that's your guys behind you. You're their fearless leader. And I've always wanted to do that and have that feeling, man. And I've had it as an assistant, but it's different when you're the head man. It's your thing. It's your baby. It's it's your culture. It, it's your vibe. It's your stamp on it. And I know that that is something I've always wanted to do, um, which is funny because when I was growing up, I didn't want to coach. But as I got into coaching, man, I said, I, I want to do this thing as a head man one day. Um, for how long? I don't, you know, I hope it's quite a few years, but I got my shot. But I wrote that down. I got a whiteboard um, in my office. And when uh, the guy came to do the interview for the Dothan Eagle, he saw 2023 goals on the board. And under one of them goals was 2023 state championship. And he said, Do you just, I said, Man, you got to manifest this stuff, bro. You got to write it down. You got to literally write down what you want your your spouse to look like, like how the, the, the finances you want, the career you want, the lifestyle you want. You got to write it down because you're going to see it every day. And uh, that that's one of the big things I do, man, is I write down how I want my life to look. And I got a buddy that's a bodybuilder, man, and he just jumped into it. I mean, he's a firefighter. And then he just decided I'm going to bodybuild in my off time. And uh, this dude is so deliberate and intentional dude he literally has every minute of his day from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to bed planned out every day it ain't like oh a monday it's like this dude has the next 14 days written up and he said i can't get to an elite level of fitness for this bodybuilding competition with a wasted three minutes in my schedule. Cause my mind will wonder, my spirit will wonder. It keeps me dialed in, man. And I was like, that is gold. You know, I'm, I'm very challenged by that. And I'm very intrigued by that. To be honest with you, I've heard of time blocking, like people will take their calendar out and they'll set times and goals for their week. Now you're talking about multiple weeks, uh, that is that is a whole different uh type of scheduling and and like that's that urgency right that that hey I cannot waste a minute and y- you know I love the idea of you setting those goals in fact um just a few minutes ago uh you might have saw me leaning up I was actually checking off one of my goals that I completed I've got I keep my 2023 goals right up here. And I just have I glance at them all the time and I happen to, oh, boom, I knocked that one out. And so I was kind of checking, checking one off. And so this is what the greats do, bro. Like, this is it. I've got on a piece of paper right here, 2023 goals. I've got 11 of them right there. And so you on your whiteboard, you've got them right there. And so, so why is it so hard? for some people to do that. And I think it's I think it's a mindset, bro. I think it's a willingness to commit to something, to sacrifice to something 
to give your entire life to something. Now, in order to do that, here's here's what I'm curious. I want to give somebody a little bit more technical information. AJ, you just set up a baseball camp. You just did a whole baseball camp for what age? Uh, I had two groups, man. I had like kindergarten through uh, third grade, and then I had fourth through sixth grade, the second session of the day, man. Okay, you're in that field. You're in that field, right, of baseball and all of that. Me, I have no clue, dog. Let's say I had a dream of putting on a baseball camp for, you know, elementary students, all right? Do you know, AJ, if 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 I were to get a group of those kids out on a baseball field right now and I were to just go put on a camp, it would be seconds before parents discovered this dude's a fraud. Okay? <laughs> it would be it would be complete chaos. It would be the matter of moments before they said, yo, we just wasted our money. This dude's a clown, okay? And I think this is what we do to our dreams and our goals and our, take me through the process that it takes for you to pull off something like that. Because you can't just take these kids out on a baseball field and just start rolling balls. What did Mm. you have to do to plan this thing, bro? How did you go from, how did you go from, you, you know, in, in, in giving them a pep talk in the morning to all of a sudden running drills? There's got to be a thought process there, man. Oh, there, there is, man. And you, you, you know, experience, but the biggest thing is planning. Um, you know, it's like people see the camp, they, they, they see the, the, the start of the camp and the ending of the camp. Um, you know, but they don't see the background work that goes into the camp, man. I had 22 kids and amongst both age groups and, uh, it's all about planning. Like with the younger kids, you got to know that you got to keep them moving, baby. You got to keep them busy. Cause if not, somebody's going to get hit with a baseball. Somebody's going to poke somebody in the stomach. Somebody's going to fall out and pretend they're, they're, you know, having a heat stroke, something. So you just got to keep them moving. Um, you know, and I, I, I time block it. I'm like, okay, we got a 10 minute warm up. Say it's a 90 minute camp, 10 minute warm up, 15 minutes uh, defensive work, 15 minutes hitting, 15 minutes base running, 15 minutes speed and agility work. And then they get, you know, 45 minutes to play a wiffle ball game with the younger kids. Obviously, the same intention with the older kids, but that's more individual instruction. Um, you know, I do. 25 minutes of pitching, 25 minutes of hitting, 25 minutes of defense, 25 minutes of, you know, base running day one or 10 minutes of base running. And then, you know, the last day we always end with a wolf ball game. And obviously, you know, there's factors, weather. I had to adapt and adjust. Uh, we had rain this week, so we had to go inside the weight room and I had to do inside drills, you know, some throwing drills, stuff that we could do inside, still get work done. But, you know, we can't control the weather. And then we had the tornadoes coming through and I had all them little kids out there, you know, wanting to go. It was the last 10, 15 minutes of camp, the wolf ball day, their favorite thing for them little kids. And we're walking out the door, D, and them tornado sirens go off. 
and them kids just start. Some are spazzing with excitement. Some are crying for mama. And then you got Coach AJ. No kids at home. Not none of that. None of that kind of training, baby. Besides my sister and being in the hallways day to day with them boys. I was like, okay. We're going to the shower room. We got to hunker down. Kids were crying for mama. I was like, man, this is wild, God. This is wild. But you know what? There was peace about it because I'm like, this is where you need to be. This, this is what you do. And we, we survived it. So you always got to have a plan, A, B, C, D. And that ain't, that ain't just in sports and coaching, man. You know, everybody's like, well, plan A, I'm going to make it work. Well, that's great that you're that determined, but I can assure you, if you live long enough, plan A may have to adapt to plan B, but that's why you've got to be intentional and understand all the aspects and have the information to adjust. Um, if like I knew there was going to be a chance of rain, I got information on my phone. I was like, hey, at about 11.05, it's probably going to pop off. I don't know if we're going to get the wolf ball today, boys. You know, the information's there. You got to get around the right people, get the right information, get in the right rooms, and then go execute. That's it, man. And and this is not just about this is not about baseball, guys. Like life. Here, man, hear me. We set goals and so many of us quit at the tornado siren. You know, at like like the threat is there, kind of. It's it's a siren. All right. And and we quit at the sound of a siren okay and and we never complete the goal right we still had to end that camp in some way shape form or fashion now now we went through a moment where we had to hunker down because here it comes you know but how many people like just quit just finish just end it and say i'm not good enough because i got told no I'm not good enough because I reached out and somebody popped my hand before I could grab the glory. And so um, I, I want somebody to really hear like, like there's power in the planning, right? There's there's power in scheduling that day by day by day by day, that hour by hour, um, um, time blocking, right? And really going through like, all right, how can I effectively execute my day but that's where the power lies in actually executing the day because you're gonna run into tornado warnings right you're gonna run into those sirens where there's possible threat to your plan um and you know sometimes you have to fall back on plan b plan c but do you have it right do you have another way forward or do you have the grit inside of you to keep pushing forward when the threat comes okay and really completing and executing what it is that that you want to do because i know deep down in my in my heart of hearts that if i it was it was it was if i had not stepped out to see what all God has in store for me and my family and this let's go energy and this 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 passion that's been placed inside of me that's been confirmed over and over and over in different places by different faces in different situations. If I did not adhere to this, I would live a lifetime of wondering what ifs. 
I know for AJ, okay, I know that you have given so much heart and everything you've got to this game that that there was a part of you that if if you did not take a head coaching spot, um, you would always wonder where where would that go? What would that have led to? And so I'm asking you, the listener, at the end of life, I heard somebody, man, I was listening to a podcast. Gosh, what's that guy's name? I'm reading one of his books, man. Anyway, he was given, uh, it, 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 it was a short clip on social media, and he talked about what if when you die and go to heaven, what if they introduce you to a man? And you look at that man and you meet that person and you all of a sudden discover that was the man you were supposed to be. That was the man you were supposed to become. And you were blown away at what all that person had accomplished. Don't let that be you. Exactly, man. That's a that's a statement right there, man. And that's something uh, Ed Mar- I don't know if that's the guy you're talking that's about. That's the one. He's he got a book called I Think Like The Power of One. That's that's the that's the one. Yeah, the power of one. And uh I've heard him, you know, I listen to his podcast too, and uh, I've heard him say that, man. You know, and the thing about Ed Mallet is he's a, a big time former baseball player. He had professional baseball dreams and had an injury, and you know, so I really relate to his stuff. And you know, that's what I've always thought about, man. It's like you got this life right now. You got this energy, you got this health, you got you got this blessing of life. And so many people live unfulfilled. They tap out on their goals. They tap out on their dreams right before the breakthrough. And just in my personal journey to becoming a head coach, there's so many times, bro, I could have just quit and I'll go take this sales job, go do personal training, just do lessons. You, But you know what, man, every time I lay my head down at night, I was like, you know, that you at least have to try this head bait. You all, this is in you, man. This is that DNA dog in you to lead young men, to coach, to go compete. So what? You may not have the talent either year, but you always going to have the heart because that team's going to reflect who you are. And that is what you were designed to do. Don't quit now. Don't tap out. So, you know, it was easy for me to be able, when the position was presented to accept the job, take it. Cause I was like, I know I'll look back and I know what my end of life, when I'm older, I always look over my shoulder and say, what if I wouldn't, what if I would have taken that head job? What could that have turned into? What if I ended up at SEC school? What if I ended up in pro ball? There's no telling what, where it can go, but I know that with the mo to go energy, it's, it's going to go somewhere. We're going to take it to some level that ain't never been seen before. And, you know, that that's it, man. And I know we got to wrap it up here, but talking about the ownership, the, the time management, the time blocking, writing out your day, your life. My buddy did tell me, I want to share this with the listeners. He said, my life has gotten so much better. Yes, I'm more organized. He said, I, I he said, but the biggest thing that he feels is he has power and ownership of his time, even though he's busy. 
You look on his schedule. He is busy. He said, I know exactly minute to minute, hour to hour, where the time that I want to invest in my life is going. And it's not just throwing at me chaotically. And bro, I think that's why a lot of people spiral and live in chaos. They got this time. They're diving in. They're pushing. They're, they're, they're going, going, going. But to where? What's your end goal? You're wasting time. You're wasting energy, sprinting, grinding yourself down for what? And he said, even though my schedule looks overwhelming on paper, I have peace because I know where every second of my time and energy and my spirit's going day to day. So that's what I took from it, man. I was like, that's deep. That's powerful. He said, I have ownership of my life. Even though I'm busy, I have ownership of my day to day life. No, that's everything, man. And, and it's freedom. It's freedom. There's, I heard Lance, uh, my buddy Lance, man, you know, he, he made it a uh, pitcher for the Seattle Mariners, you know, he made it to the major leagues and, and, you know, uh, every, every boy's dream, right. That plays baseball. And so <clears throat> he suffered a, a major injury uh, that, that put him out. But one thing he talked about in his podcast, he said, there's freedom in the banks of discipline. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. But inside of discipline, right, there are banks and you have so much freedom in here to run and play and do life, man. When you take away discipline, like you said, everything's just thrown at you and it's all chaos and you're saying yes to everything and you're doing everything. We uncovered through no is a complete sentence. If you hadn't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to that. We discovered that no right, is just as powerful, if not more powerful of a word than yes, man. And so I want you guys to know that by setting your goals and dreams in a vision, AJ talked about the manifestation of what it is you want to do. We're not talking name and claim it. We're talking about picture it and go get it. We're talking about put it in your mind and go after it. Because at the end of life, right, that person will be waiting on you. And that person is who you were born to be. And so who were you born to be? What were you born to do in this life? And you're going to live relentlessly to go execute it. There's freedom, man, in the power of discipline. So AJ, close us out, man. And I just want to share this. There's this quote I got. You can't commit to one thing because you're distracted by everything. Mm -hmm. If you're out there feeling chaotic, man, you're feeling like your life's just spiraling, find one thing to commit to and build from there, man. Don't get distracted by all the chaos. Dial in your life. Get the information. It changes situations, man. And get locked in and keep that motor go energy all the way turned up, man. Life's too short not to be living, baby. Don't forget, man, one of the biggest misconceptions in this life is that you have time. We don't have time, baby. Let's go.